Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Big show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a Big Show. Is everybody ready? Thirsty, thirsty, Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday. Let's get rolling. <laughs> Is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It is the Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live From Wasatch Front, Kia, 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 770 West Riverdale uh, Road, right up here in Riverdale, Ogden, that area. We are up north, and you should be, too, for a variety of reasons, uh, which we will explain coming up here very shortly. Austin Horton producing today back at our Carrier Zone studios at uh, Vivint Arena. And Gordon, as you... uh, Slide on the headset there. How you doing? Uh, I'm fine. Um, I'll tell you this. Wasatch Front Kia, I'm excited we're here. And uh, there's a big event, a big sale going on. But we have had a relationship with this dealership. And, you know, we love, uh, of course, all of our great partners. But uh, going back a very long time, back to the old zone coming up here, back to their old location across the street, if, uh, if you remember that. I was telling the story to someone the other day. How uh, they, Jan Jorgensen was doing a remote up here once, and he just decided, you know what, I'm going to buy a motorcycle and drive it home. <laughs> Dude, even, really? even though I've, I've never ridden a motorcycle in my life, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do that and uh, drive it on the I-15. How's so, that work out for him? He fine, fine. He, he make it down the 15. Yeah, all right. he, he made it. I mean, uh, but it's it's great to be up here. Is is my point because uh, these folks are great. They've been treating our listeners well for a long, long time. And uh, we'll continue to do so, and uh, we're happy to be a part of their their big Labor Day sales event going on uh, this weekend. And we'll get on into all the great deals, Gordon. But let's get into uh, you know the important stuff like what's in it for our listeners, uh, <laughs> shall we? We shall. Uh, first, uh, first of all, at the end of the show today, we will be giving away a big screen TV. Is that all? A big screen television will be given away at the end of the show today. So that's a pretty big deal. Megan is here. She has the iPad that may or may not work, uh, (laughs) where we hope you'll be able to register (laughs) to win uh, the big screen television. Either way, we'll we'll find out. We'll figure out a way for you to to enter to win. Uh, The the iPad hasn't been uh, tried out in a while, so it's... It's charging. You know, We're going to see how that goes. You know how I feel about giving stuff away to our listeners. You enjoy it. I really, really you do. do. I would do. rather give it away to our listeners than, than grab it for myself. Now, wait, that, that, that's so not true. But, it is but true. we don't have time to dig into why. All right. The other thing we're giving away, Gordon, and this is, this is why we've got to get to it because time is a factor here. We have a pair of tickets to give away. Actually, we have two pair of tickets to tonight's game to give away to Utah and Weber State. Right. One we're going to do uh, via listener a little bit later on in the show. But one we're going to do here at Wasatch Front Kia, K 
Kia, Kia. <laughs> you have to say it three or four I know, times. Yeah, you, you really do. I mean, well, they, they've had some great ad campaigns. and it, they, stuff It's impossible that, not to say it. Not to know. say it three times, I know. I, I, uh, I'm challenging you to say it just once. You can't, you can't do it. <laughs> but, uh, if you come out here, and, and Kurt, Kurt and I were talking about, we want to give it to a Weber State fan. We're up north. We're in Weber country. Uh, the Katrubuses the are big supporters of Weber State. We want to give it to a Weber State fan. But they've got to be able to go tonight, so we've got to give it away early in the show but we thought come here and kurt was thinking you just have to have weber state gear on i'm thinking you have to be double logoed see i don't like the double logo but but it see it just see because it's redundant i i I think one i always wonder how people wear the hat with the shirt and it says Weber State, Weber State. We, you know, it's, it's too, listen, listen. I, I, I love Weber State, but it's too much Weber State. But but put together your your weird uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> come on, uh, spit it out. Your weird preferences for fashion. Uh, put that aside for a second. <laughs> We're looking for like the extra level of dedication for the tickets. Well, it's just to make come it in just, and sing the Weber State to make school it, song or to something. To make it just be a little bit harder. You know what I mean? Okay, that, well, that, give them the option. Either one logo and you sing the song or two or logos. double logo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fit. Uh, good compromise. Good job. All right. I have no so idea either, what the Weber State fight song is. Either I... one logo and the song or the double logo. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, 770 West Riverdale Road. Uh, come by. Double logo. Or one logo in the song. And we, we just saw some Weber State socks a minute ago. We did indeed. And, uh, you know, register to win that big screen TV. They're actually going to do daily giveaways throughout the weekend. So there's, uh, if you can't make it by uh, this afternoon, uh, they're, it's going to be going on all weekend long. So, uh, and they have lots of great deals going on. And uh, as I mentioned, Gordon, uh, we've known these guys for a long, long time. They've been taking great care of our listeners. And uh, you know what? I could see myself tooling around in a in a new Kia. That doesn't sound like the worst thing in the world. I'll tell you, some of the styling on these new pretty Kias, cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, and I, you know, I'm a car guy, and I and I, I mean, I appreciate the the styling steps that they have taken, and performance as well. Yeah, absolutely. So come on by and see us, Gordon. It is a game day, which is, uh, is uh, always fun. I'm so happy college football is back. I'm glad camp is over. I'm I'm very happy that tomorrow at this time we're going to have a an actual game to talk about and things that we've seen on the field. You can see uh, for yourself how the new air raid offense is going to work there at the University of Utah. You are such a jerk sometimes. You know that. I mean, I really like you. You're a likable jerk, but I you're a jerk. I'm sorry. That was so kind of PK. right. That Although was... PK came around. He came around. I got to give him credit. He came into the show. He stirred everything up. He got everybody mad. And then he said, oh, oh, I understand what you mean now. I agree with you. You're the only holdout. No, 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 no. Listen, here's what happened yesterday with PK. And apologies for those who who didn't catch the segment. You can go back and get it on the podcast. It it really was lively. (laughs) Here's, Here's what happened yesterday. PK embarrassed you. Oh, and he felt be, bad about don't, it. Don't even go and, there. And you, no, don't even and there. you so backed off your stance. I did not. That, that he was like, okay. No, well, no, no I just, clarified uh, what I meant you, all along. Okay. And Scotty all G right. was the only one there with a brain. Okay. All right. So he totally agreed with me. 
Uh, tip of the cap to you, PK. PK, d- you talked you both in circles. Uh, felt bad about it. You he, know, he even talked you know, about that on his show you know, a little you know, bit today. Oh, I bet Ian, I bet no, he painted no. that just right. No, right? I, and, look, this my... is the way it is. When you come in, sometimes you make an argument, you talk real loud, and you're angry, and then and then you know, then guys like you think, oh, he embarrassed you. BS, man. Look at the nuanced things that we were discussing there. Was there. nothing nuanced. No, you always say air raid. That was never the intent, and you know it. So you're just being difficult. No, PK just said PK his... at least misunderstood what we were Oh, no, he, at least he, he didn't. didn't. He didn't. You he completely softened your stance on the whole thing. This is such BS. You know, <laughs> you, this is oh, such BS. Only, I'm I mean, only there talking are many, about five there, more times Well, that's game. what I always meant. <laughs> that's what I always meant. No, I, I never said go air raid. I, in fact, I, I, I argued against that a thousand times, but you have Stop no it. ears to hear. I do not. And you know what happens to people who don't have ears to hear? I like this. We're coming out of the gate spicy today. This is good. <laughs> That's because you're being the <laughs> this, way you are. This is good. We're, we're coming out spicy. Um, yeah, so we'll talk a, little, a lot of college football. The, the college football roundtable yesterday was fun. It I always thought, is. I thought that went well. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, thanks to all the, the Man, crew. We got into all kinds of discussions that uh, go beyond just uh, you know, X's and O's. It was fun, yeah. Yeah, we had a great time. So uh, should we dive in to – because I actually want to – speaking of uh, the rest of your crew, I, I kind of want to talk about Hanson Scotty's – and it, it, of course, melds into uh, talking about tonight's game, but uh, the the final two in the top 60 and 60 release today. And uh, I have a couple of thoughts. Should we get into yeah, it? Yeah, Talk a little uh, Utah Weber State. Sure. Uh, go, let's go ahead, Austin. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Uh, yeah, I think they're uh, an explosive offense. They have a really good running back. They have a lot of good things schematic-wise. Um, so, you know, it's going to be a, a challenge. But I think uh, ultimately, you know, we're, we're, we're a formidable team. You know, it's going to be a good game. That is Devin Lloyd at your split story of the day, brought to you by our friends at Sound Sleep Medical. Um, Gordon, talking about the Utes, of course, they take on Weber State. Our pregame coverage begins at 430. However, uh, uh, we will still be here at Wasatch Front, uh, Kia, 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 jumping in and uh, talking about it. And then, of course, uh, after kickoff at 530, we'll do uh, 536 uh, Big Show. Uh, well, 537 Big Show here at Wasatch Front, uh, Kia, Kia, Kia. So that's kind of the plan. But... Gordon, uh, Brant Keithy, number two in the top 60 and 60, and Devin Lloyd, who you just heard from, uh, number one. Uh, been voting in this exercise that they've been doing it uh, all uh, all the way along. In fact, this year was the first year I did not get a chance to vote because the vote needed to be submitted at uh, a time when I was unable to submit it when my daughter was born. So oh. it got in the way of voting just a little bit this year. But. I don't know if there has been as surefire number one as Devin Lloyd is this year. And I mean that more of a, of a compliment to Devin Lloyd than any sort of, you know, I'm not knocking Brant Keithy or anybody. You know, there's some fine college football players in this state. But he is amazing. And it is amazing. I, I kind of joked with Coach Witt at, at Pac-12 Media Day about did he hypnotize Devin Lloyd or something into getting him to come back. It's amazing he's back on this team. And he is, he is really good. That, that was a hands-down number one. I don't know if I, I could hear an argument for somebody else. Well, I'll tell you right now, I didn't even know. That a week or two ago, I asked uh, who was number one. I didn't even know. 
And I said, it's got to be Devin Lloyd, right? And it was. So, I mean, yeah, it's obvious. Now, we'll see if it works out that way, but that's certainly the way it looks going into it. It's amazing. His his story, Utah, is kind of a cool one. I mean, he he started because Manny Bowen decided he wanted to go into a business career or something <laughs> before even playing a snap at the University of Utah linebacker. And Devin Lloyd was the one who kind of stepped in. And I remember these uh, media availabilities really well, Gordon, where they said, we, you know, we're, we're going to be fine. Devin Lloyd's a good player. And everybody was freaking out a little bit. And from day one, he absolutely has been way more than a good player. And, and you know, last year it was what it was. But, I mean, he, he had he, he's a special player. Well, that goes to the talent in Utah's program, and that goes to depth. That goes to the recruiting job that they've done up there and the development job as well. So, yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said. So he's, he's going to be fun to watch this year. The, the, the fact that Utah was able to, to retain so many of its players uh, and really have, you know, you know this, it's, it's true at Utah and pretty much everywhere, not named Alabama, but when you have your really good years, it's when you have the upperclassmen, and players with uh, players with experience, and Utah's got that, and and real top end talent. And you know, it's kind of interesting too. Devin Lloyd, that's not the position we necessarily are used to seeing dominant Ute defenders. Now, Gianni Paul was great, of course, but usually we're used to seeing linemen or corners that are that are really uh, dominant players. Here's a linebacker. Who's Statist- statistically, Jake, uh, the linebackers have always done well because they're left to clean up the tackles. Right, yeah. So they get a lot of tackles, and that's been true for a long, long time. But I remember the first time I heard about Devin Lloyd, and so the, you know what the first thing was somebody said to me? He said, you look, he looks like a football player. And the thing is, he plays like it, too. I mean, the comedy... He he is, that's an athlete. Yeah, that is a freaking athlete, and yeah, he's backed it up on the field. Well, he's he's filled out quite well too. I I covered a practice up there uh, for camp uh, a few weeks ago, and he was made available, and I was like, "Jeez, you well, are yeah, you are sturdy." He always was. <laughs> no, that I way. know, but but uh, he certainly refined his body too, being in that in that um, under Doug LSI in the strength and conditioning department because he he is. Yeah, he looks like a linebacker. Hey, how long All have right. you been checking out men's bodies? It's been going on for my a whole life, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nothing wrong with that. You've made that joke before. I have. Yeah, and and we are talking about uh, sports. Well, that's a short-term memory thing. I can make myself laugh again and again and I again. Know, yeah. you can't. It's like memento. But and you make it easy. I so, appreciate that. Uh, but he's just he's he's just like you said. <laughs> he is he's he's an unbelievable player. He may be the best defender in the Pac-12. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but he's certainly one of them. Well, there's a lineman in, in Eugene that might. Uh, yeah. Might well, he's going to make a lot of money. Let's say it that way. Well, it's going to be an interesting race for Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year. And, yeah, he's, he's absolutely in that, con- in that conversation. I mean, he was second-team All-American last year. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> that, I think that means you're pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I think Utah's pretty good. Uh, give us a couple of things you're going to have your eye on tonight. Well, I don't know. I don't know about Weber State. I don't know what level of competition they will provide for the Utes. We know they're a respectable FCS team. We know Jay Hill is very familiar with Utah football. He helped build that program, both as a player and a coach, and, and so he's he knows what Witt likes to do. So he should be well prepared. But I, I just don't know whether how that 
the level of athlete, how it's going to match up size-wise, speed-wise, when these two teams meet on the field. I, I don't think Weber State will be embarrassed. I, I would be surprised if that happened. But Utah has so much talent. is really going to be good this year. So I, I'm expecting kind of a battle. But, but, I mean, the Utes, I would expect to be able to do the things that Utah likes to do. I would be really surprised if they don't run the ball well. I know, and that's kind of a mystery because we don't know. We haven't really been informed. We've heard whispers. But we haven't really been informed enough to, to announce publicly who will be dominant in the run game. But I think the offensive line is good enough to be able to clear create space. And uh, you might see a couple of Utah running backs go for decent chunks of yardage tonight. And uh, and I'm expecting Charlie Brewer to do what what I expect Charlie Brewer to do, and that's throw the football. Not the air raid, but just throw the football efficiently and uh, and maybe some long balls as well. But I don't. If the Utes get up, I don't expect them to continue to pass, continue to you know uh, dominate because. Jay Hill's a friend of Kyle Whittingham's, and I wouldn't expect that to happen. He's not Joe Glenn. I'm not expecting much from a like competition standpoint. I, I think Utah's going to be really vanilla. I mean, I think the game's probably going to go how a lot of us suspect it's going to go, and it'll be a little bit more, and I don't mean to sound condescending, I really don't, but right. it'll be a little bit on the, you know, kind of an exercise as opposed to, a, you know, a really drawn-up game plan because they don't want to put too much on film. Uh, going up, uh, up against Weber State, so I, I plus I it fits perfectly for a, an opener, right? I don't know, so I don't know how much downfield stuff we'll probably see a little bit, but I don't know how much of that we're going to see. I certainly think that we're going to see them try very hard to identify a running back. Meaning, I bet you know all four of those guys get an opportunity at a various level. I'm not sure it's all going to be equal, but and they will be successful. Whoever gets the ball, I'll be Likely. really surprised. But, I mean, they're looking for somebody. I mean, it didn't take long for Ty Jordan to emerge last year. And, and they had a similar situation where he was actually, you know, think about it, he was at kind of the back of the pack. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the, the opportunity will for somebody to emerge, it'll happen. But, but why not use the game to polish things? that you want to do. And I'm not, I think the word you used is correct, vanilla, but still work on stuff that you want to do against Pac-12 competition. And obviously the next game is against BYU. So um, they, they will want to be ready for that game and uh, keep the Cougars a little bit uh, in the dark. So, yeah, but I, but so what I'm saying is I don't expect a lot of sophistication, but I do, I do expect, uh, Charlie Brewer to get opportunities to do things uh, at least at a rudimentary level that they want to achieve as the season goes on. Does that make sense? I don't mean to double speak there, but I think that's what I'm. I think expecting. it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason you start off the season with uh, with um, FCS games. That's kind of a luxury that not all programs get every single year, but there's a reason coaches like to do that because first games are very unpredictable. And it's a double blessing, really, because they're playing Weber instead of some other team yeah, that great. nobody cares about. I mean, we care about Weber State, and it makes it more interesting. And I think it makes it more interesting, not just for us, but for maybe the players and maybe the coaches and maybe the fans, too. So, Well, and then the, the taxpayer in me doesn't really hate keeping that dough in, in state either. You know what I'm talking about? 
Oh, see, that's the thing about you, Jake. You care about those things. Yeah, I do. You care about things like do that. Do we really need that dough going you're, to Montana you're, you're, or you're, Idaho or any <laughs> of that? Or do we keep it here in the fine state of Utah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Support That's the program around really here. Thought of, yeah, but, you know, but it's I'm a darn glad, good point. I'm glad you brought it to everyone's attention. And so I'm glad they played these games. And uh, you know, I'd like to see SUU get in the mix. In fact, is is SUU on Utah schedule going forward? I I'd have know, to double maybe. check. Yeah. But you know, let, let's keep as much of that in state as we can. Absolutely, and it makes it more interesting. I think. You know, you you have the storylines of you know Kyle's protege, Jay Hill. I would guess would certainly be the candidate if uh, if Kyle were to choose to retire. Certainly, be a strong candidate to take over. Would be a candidate. I wouldn't say the candidate. uh, I didn't mean to say the candidate. But he's he would be he would be a candidate. I think he'd be a leading a leading. Do you? Uh, Maybe he would be. I mean, what's not to like about Jay Hill? I mean, he went into Weber and he put things uh, in a good place. They are one of the premier FCS teams in the country now. You know, and I'm very well acquainted with uh, FCS football, as you know, having grown up a fan of the yeah, Delaware the Fighting Blue Hens. Uh, but the thing uh, that would be appealing to me, if I if I were... Uh, oh, we do. We have a double wildcat. Look at that. Double, what, is uh, it double do- logo. Yeah, because he's yeah, got, he's got on the, the mask, mask yeah. and the shirt. Awesome. Can you go to the game? All right. There you go. Let's get him to see Kurt. Easy as that. A get winner. the man some tickets. Our guy right there will get you all squared away. There you go. Easy as that. I like it. See, I like First it segment. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for listening. We, we really appreciate it. Enjoy the game tonight. Have, uh, have a lot of fun. I can't remember where I was at. Yeah, uh, you were talking about keeping dollars in the state. And, no, and Jay, we had moved on. Okay, Jay that. Hill and the quality coach. That oh, 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 oh. Him that, being a candidate. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That if I were hiring, uh, you know, it would be attractive to me that he built a program out of nothing. Like, do you remember the, the program when Jody Sears was was at the helm? Do you remember the the? Con- I do. do. You remember those games? Do you remember I, how lopsided those games were? They were the worst team. <laughs> In the country. <laughs> they weren't the worst team, They might they? have been the worst were team they? in the country. I, they had a winless season. Yeah. Anyway, to, to go from Although that. Although Weber's had some nice teams. They have. But to go from that to, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to whoever, you know, takes over at uh, Appalachian State where it's been rolling for years or Montana, you know, come on, give me somebody who builds it. I think there's value like there. Like I said, the Delaware Fighting Blue Hens, have, uh, you know, under Tubby Raymond. They, they built, built it they in built like a, the 20s. They built an empire back an there. An empire. Uh, I agree with you. I really love watching a coach move into a situation where he has a plan. He knows what to do. He knows what the program needs. He, and he does it, you know. And I love it when they bring in a lot of Utah athletes and utilize those. Now, I don't know what the count is for Jay, but he certainly understands the way this state works. And he understood Weber State football, and, they, and that, that's a big advantage. Some coaches go into situations, they fiddle-faddle around with all this stuff, and they have these dreams of recruiting Florida or whatever. And, that, uh, you know, nothing wrong with doing that a little bit, but I think uh, Jay Hill knew exactly yeah. what steps to take. You know what's impressive about him is uh, he continues to identify young coaches that are really good because his staff gets rated every year, and he's still <laughs> he's still. I mean, we asked Clocky about it the other day. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Utah and BYU are just, and Utah State for that matter, are just plucking everybody they can right off Jay's staff every year, and he just turns around and and fills it with another really you know 
talented young coach. Well, that's because they're pluckers, you know. Oh, boy. Uh, the, uh, Fessy Sataki is, is a good example of that. Yes. BYU, and there's a lot of others. There are some others. I didn't mean to throw you off there because you now you're thinking throw, about things. You did things. throw me off. No. Uh, Gordon, we are here at Wasatch Front Kia. Kia, Kia. Uh, 770 West, Riverdale Road. I can't do it. I can't. I got to go with the three. I just, you know, I just can't I know do you it. Can't. I know. Uh, it's, but, like it's like even one potato chip. You can't do it. This is their uh, biggest, I dare say, biggest sale of the year. Uh, they have some good ones. But this is the one, uh, Gordon, as they say, when the tents go up. The prices go down. Got a tent sale going nice. on this weekend mm-hmm. uh, where you're, you're going to have great savings. They're doing giveaways each and every day, including right here on the big show. We're giving away a big screen TV. No big deal. All you have to do is come by and enter. But do yourself a favor. Take a test drive if you're in the market for, uh, for a new or used vehicle. Uh, these folks will take great care of you. That's been my experience. We already gave away those Weaver State Utah tickets. Feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, he's a, he's a fan, and he's they won't be squandered. I bet we'll see a little purple down there in the at Rice Eccles today. A little bit. I think I saw that they announced it was a sellout, so I didn't uh-huh. know that was in doubt. But do they still have that streak going on? Uh, I think so. I feel like that's something I should have read in a press release. Well, I have seen empty seats there through the years, but. Uh, you know, this, the tickets are bought. That's what they See, I love it how critical you are about that. But yet when it comes to UCLA, it's like, oh, but it's such a big stadium. How are they supposed, to get, how are they supposed to get fans even there? And then you're nitpicking about an empty bench no. seat. They're all like, I, I saw in section <laughs> UU, row 26, seat 7, empty. No, I've seen more empty than just that. But it's, but it's okay. They're paid for. So look, Jake, here, here's my thing on it. All I said was that it looks like there's fewer fans because the building is so big. That's all I said. Making excuses all day long for the Bruins, yet one lady one lady goes and gets a Coke during the third quarter, and Gordon's like, ah, ah, an empty seat. That's not true. That's not true. (laughs) Besides, the Rose Bowl is an hour away from UCLA. So, I mean, more excuses. Well, but they're facts. What do I care about the UCLA football program? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Nothing. Because they could do no wrong, apparently. But they, they average like 2,000 fans less than the Utes. You know, I mean, it's, it's uh, whatever. But the Metropolitan area is much bigger. So maybe that is a knock against them. There's a lot of knocks against them. Well, they don't play as Their football's not as good. I don't know. They're going to be better this year. Yeah. All right. More coming up next. 770 West Riverdale Road right here in Riverdale, Ogden, that area where up north we always uh, we always get a good uh, uh, rep- representation from our listeners when we cut up, come up here. Gordon. We do. Uh, and it's impressive. Uh, and Jake, 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 we're Kia, Kia, Kia. Wasatch Front Kia. Am That's I, right. Am I... Uh, Am I being redundant? No, you're good, buddy. Don't worry about it. 770 West, Riverdale Road. Come see us. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Nick Ford, Utah offensive lineman. My biggest upside with this team is that no matter anywhere, offense, defense, offensive line, quarterback, safety, wherever it is, if somebody gets hurt and the next person has to come in, the production drop-off is going to be very slim to none. Everyone on this team has been here for a while, is really athletic and knows what they're doing, and these guys are special. <laughs> Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Cougar at 30 update here on the Zone Sports Network. BYU head coach Kalani Sitake likes his secondary's prospects this season. We feel really good about those guys leading the way in the, in the secondary. We feel really good about the corners and feel good about the depth of both corners and safety spots. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how, how it goes, but I have a lot of confidence in those two starters for us at safety. And the guys that are, are behind them, I feel confident with them. This Cougar update brought to you by Football Friday, which is presented by Stonehaven at Stonehaven Dental. They say yes, yes. Uh, to free examine x-rays for patients and flexible appointments. They say yes to great dental care. Visit StonehavenDental.com to schedule an appointment today. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Cougars open up 2021 in Las Vegas this Saturday against Arizona. Your home for the best coverage of Cougar football is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Band of the day today, Katy Perry, selected by, well, kind of me. It was you, but I agreed with you. Okay. Uh, and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Gordon said the word roar. Oh, we were talking about engine roar. And I said, <laughs> while we were kind of in the middle of this deciding. So I said, oh, roar, Katy Perry. There you go. <laughs> Just comes right to your mind. Done. Done and done. All right. We're live at Wasatch Front Kia Kia Kia, 770 West Riverdale Road. It's their Labor Day tent sale. And come on by and register to win a big screen TV. We're going to be giving away that away at the end of the show. So uh, get out here and make it happen. Gordon, BYU news uh, today, and it's off the field. Oh, we do. Should we give away yeah, tickets? Sorry. Let's give us tickets. Got ahead of myself there. Uh, 12th caller right now, 855-340-ZONE. A pair of tickets to tonight's Utah Weber State game, 855-340-ZONE. 12th caller, uh, short notice, you got to be able to go. Caller 12, uh, we're giving away those tickets, so enjoy the game on us. And by the way, we'll have tickets to all of the home games to give away throughout the season. BYU, Utah, Utah State, and Weber State. So stay tuned to the Zone Sports Network. We'll help you get to the game. All good. BYU News today, Gordon, off the field. Conference realignment continues to be a thing. Yesterday, we remember on the show, the Big 12, after their meeting, had an official statement. uh, That said nothing. That said Mm. less than nothing. (laughs) Uh, Well, now there's a story that was first reported, I believe, by The Athletic, but now ESPN and other outlets have it. Um, The the four leading candidates, Big 12 is leaning toward uh, expansion, and the four leading candidates have emerged as BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston as formal invitations could be extended to these schools during the college football season. 
Uh, the report goes on a four-person subcommittee featuring two athletic directors and two university presidents from the Big 12 began meeting last week to discuss potential expansion. The conference requires eight of its current 10 members to approve uh, candidate schools for expansion to occur. A couple thoughts on that, Jake. The first one is BYU, from a standpoint of football, should have been in a in a at a big conference a long time ago. Well, I don't know if if this would qualify as a big conference. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like we talked about all week long. It's it's a step up. I think it would be better. Yes, I agree. And with that. Uh, you know, Oklahoma and Texas, Oklahoma's found its way in the in the playoff, uh, according to you, unjustly. Uh, many times, oh, and so geez. they've they've been pretty good on the field. Texas has been struggling for a long time, but they're marquee names. It's one of those deals where, the, in some respects, the names are bigger than the reality. So maybe maybe you know teams like BYU and Cincinnati and UCF can go in there and and help steady uh, the conference. So I, I, I would expect that to be a pretty good fit. If I'm BYU, I'm hoping that it includes basketball, too, because I know that's a lot of travel, but still, I mean, everybody's traveling these days. It's a lot of travel from Washington to southern USC, you know? So, uh, you know, it, it, it worked. It would work for BYU. That was the big question that we discussed yesterday. Is it something BYU would want to do? I don't know the answer to it, but it seems like it, it might work uh, as a win-win. All right, can I can I can I like go uh, through the looking glass a little bit, Gordon? I might be completely crazy here, but I, I I was trying to think of reasons why BYU wouldn't do it, and this is one that I came up with. So okay. if, if I'm if if I'm off the wall, let me know. All right. ESPN, of course, is is playing grandmaster in all of this. We can all kind of acknowledge that. Well, right? yeah, including what the SEC did. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, it is no coincidence, and we asked Bowler about this, right? It's no coincidence that after ESPN took all of the rights to the SEC <laughs> that this happened. CBS yeah. got pushed out. ESPN owns them all, and then the wheels start. So, I mean— the, the the Big 12 itself sent a cease and desist to ESPN. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what further evidence you'd need at ESPN's role in this. Well, listen, ESPN does not want the Big 12 to continue because it will cost them. The, the, there's a reason that the Big 12 sent that cease and desist because the AAC was trying to poach Big 12 schools in hopes that the conference would collapse because, of course, that means, Gordon, no buyouts, no grant of rights. Texas and Oklahoma can't owe money to a conference that doesn't exist anymore. So ESPN absolutely wants the demise of the Big 12. So you think the Big 12 is doing this out of spite? So I wonder (laughs) how much BYU would actually listen to ESPN, because ESPN probably would not be in favor of BYU going to the Big 12. Would they be willing to up the money that they're, uh, they're, you know, giving to BYU? I don't know. In order to to have a uh, to to know, ooh, that's an interesting point I hadn't thought of. Uh, well, know, that's probably the always, first thing BYU thought be, of. Yeah. <laughs> it's always nice to be. Hey, you're asking nice a favor of us. Uh, okay, what do you got for it? And know? I'll I'll bet you uh, I'll bet you incriminating audio that the next television deal for the Big Twelve Network has nothing to do with ESPN or big, the Big Twelve has nothing to do with ESPN. Yeah, they're going to be a Fox property. You would think so. So, because you don't do business with the. With the entity that just chopped your arm off. 
you certainly don't give them negotiating power by, you know, whatever. You want you want Fox to get it at a bargain deal. Well, I might have chopped two arms off, and then so, it'd be hard to sign the contract. ESPN, BYU, their relationship has been very good during the independence era. We've heard that over and over again from both sides of the fence on that one. So would BYU take that into the way it's thinking? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Okay, is that is that too off the wall though? Maybe. Is that, is no, that too? I don't know. Yeah, you got to consider everything. Uh, so yeah, that could be the case. And on top of that, does BYU think it's getting better exposure by creating its own schedule? You know, because they're still if they join the big uh, the Big Twelve, then they're still going to Lubbock and Ames. Not Ames. Uh, what, what what town is Iowa State in? I don't even know. Is it in Ames? Is it Ames? No, that's that's, that's Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Anyway, that some of the places where they would be playing aren't exactly metropolises. Sure, you got T- TCU, but you know, I mean, Iowa State's in Ames, Iowa. Yeah. Okay, I was right. I where where's uh, Iowa? DeKalb, I think. No, that's I don't know. no, no, that's yeah. in Illinois. Um, here's the thing. I, I never bought the exposure argument, so I don't really buy it now. Oh, I buy it. I, that, Iowa, I, City. Yeah, I, what? Iowa City. Iowa City. Yeah. Oh, it was just an easy way to, to soften the blow that you wanted more money. Yeah, no, I, it, I, don't, I disagree. But I think, I think BYU is interested in getting in front of cameras and having the BYU brand but bandied that, about. But that's the key, cameras. So would this decrease the interest in BYU football? I don't think so. The idea is that eyeballs on television sets. All right. So, I, I mean, if you're looking at it from an exposure standpoint, I don't think what market you're playing in really matters as much as, you know, what independence has going well, what for What about the from experience a- for the football team being able to go to places? And, and what the, another thing they said was they wanted their, their alums to be able to come watch yeah. their team play. Do you, do you discount Which I, that I, as well? I, a little bit. But I think they can still accomplish that if they really want to in uh, in the non-conference. And the Big 12, if that were to be the case, is a giant league, geographically speaking. Yeah. I mean, so what was, do you mean? They, they, they uh, Okay, that last statement before that confused me a little bit. You said in the non-conference. You mean in the conference? No, no, no. I, like if you really wanted to play in the Northeast, you could still do that with your non-conference game. Well, that's, that's my point, that that's what they are doing. Right. But, oh, you mean non-conference games. Yeah. Okay, I thought you meant in independence. No. All right, I'm in, with you now. In non-conference games. Sorry, okay, the, yeah. clearing that up. Mm-hmm. I think they could still accomplish that somewhat okay. if they really wanted to. Yeah. I think it's going to be about – I think it's going to be about the dough and relationships. And that's where I think ESPN comes into play. I think it really does. Because. What are you, what are you, uh, what are you anticipating them to say or do? D- uh, don't go to the Big 12 if you want to continue having a relationship with us. I, I think it's a little unfair. If ESPN really did that, because it's kind of I don't like, think they care about fairness. Well, maybe they do. Maybe they could certainly understand why BYU would decline that. Unless they up the ante. I mean, if ESPN comes and says, hey, man, we know you're a big brand. We know that uh, the Big 12 wants you. Uh, we will pay you more money to stay out. Uh, and then that gets BYU's attention in a hurry. Because then they say, wait a second. If we can make more money outside the conference than inside the conference, okay, we can, we can have our cake and eat it too. We can play in front of 
uh, all kinds of fans all over the country so we can have the exposure. And ESPN is on us like a rash. So why don't we go ahead and do that and we get more money? I mean, now you're talking. Except for then, it really is all about the money and the football. No, it's also about the exposure. I, well, I mean, you talk about uh, what about giving the athletes the opportunity to compete for a conference, conference title? Yeah, I know that. What uh, I mean, okay, but if BYU is following a model that uh, Notre Dame created, and I know BYU is not Notre Dame, but they have, you know, they think they're something important. They want to be something important, and Notre Dame seemed to do all right for a long time now. They also now are associated with the ACC, but I don't know what that deal's all about. Is that where Notre Dame really does have its cake and eats it too, where it is associated with the ACC? It gets some of the benefits of that, but they also get the benefits that they are freaking Notre Dame and can do whatever they want? Pretty much. <laughs> they get five built-in games a year. Well, BYU and better be a, careful. They, I'll say the BYU best be careful because they already have a reputation as being somewhat difficult. And if they create that environment for the Big 12, that, that could come back to haunt them. All right, we're live at Wasatch Front Kia, 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 770 West Riverdale Road in Ogden. We're giving away a big screen TV on the show today. All you have to do is come by and register. It's their Labor Day tent sale. We'll have more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Nick Ford, Utah offensive lineman. My biggest upside with this team is that no matter anywhere, offense, defense, offensive line, quarterback, safety, wherever it is, if somebody gets hurt and the next person has to come in, the production drop-off is going to be very slim to none. Everyone on this team has been here for a while, is really athletic and knows what they're doing, and these guys are special. (laughs) Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's your Utes at 50 update. Here's Britton Covey talking about Charlie Brewer's game. In the film that I've watched, it's that he's fearless. You know, I mean, he's only, what, six foot. He's not like a 4'4 guy. He doesn't have the killer arm that, like, you know, Patrick Mahomes has. But he does everything that you need him to do. Like, he has game-winning drives. He'll dive for the pylon. He'll do all those things. And then, as I've seen in person, you know, it hasn't been as many live reps. It's his understanding of defenses that try and disguise themselves. Great defense always come with disguises. You have different safeties rolling down into coverage. You have ends dropping back. And it's almost like there hasn't been anything that he hasn't seen and so I think that's kind of his defining characteristic this update brought to you by sleep solutions at sleep solutions uh, partner of uh, the Maloof furniture group brought to you uh, uh, right here in Utah you can uh, schedule your own private time in the store you'll be the only one shopping it's amazing but true learn more at sleepsolutions.com Do you ever feel already buried deep? 
It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We are live from Wasatch Front, Kia, 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 770 West Riverdale Road, right up here in Riverdale. Gordon, uh, let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. Joining us now, the coach of Jazz Gaming, Jelani Mitchell, with us here on the big show. Coach, thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Hey, championship game coming up on Saturday. Tell us about it and how your team, they must be really playing well right now. Yeah, so Jazz Gaming, we made uh, the NBA 2K League Finals this Saturday. We definitely hit our peak at the right moment, it seems. We are using the momentum that we've gathered from the playoffs to go out and go in and compete uh, for a whopping prize pool of, I believe, 480K to first place and about 160K to second place. Can you explain to our listeners what this is all about? Some of them might not know. Uh, so Jazz Gaming is the official NBA 2K League team uh, for the Utah Jazz. It is 5v5 NBA 2K Pro-Am. So basically, each player has their own avatar, uh, whether it's a point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, or center. It's created within their likeness, uh, within their – they get to pick a build, which is basically attributes. So if you want to play, a, let's say, like, almost like a Donovan Mitchell-type style player, you're able to. If you want to play a slasher-type player, you're able to. Um, and they're controlled by players. And we basically play NBA 2K gamers for a living. Now, I know this year you uh, brought back uh, the mostly the same team from last year, if I'm not mistaken. Is is this like, a, you know, like with the Jazz, for instance, where continuity can really give your squad a boost? For us, for sure. You know, we're the first team to ever bring back all six players, and it's something that we're happy to do. Last year, we went 14-2 in the regular season, made the semifinals in every tournament and the playoffs. And um, one of the goals that we set out is to be better than we were last year, you know. Um, so we're happy to have achieved that goal, and we're looking to go in and hopefully take that step further um, and come home with a championship. So – are you a balanced outfit like Jake was talking about, or do you have a couple of stars who just stand above the rest? Uh, we definitely have stars. Uh, NBA 2K is a point guard-based game for the most part at the moment this year. But uh, PG, uh, Kamani Ingram, Splashy, and Aria, the former number one pick our center, they're kind of our one-two punch duo. Um, and the rest pretty much come in and fill their roles, whether it's uh, lockdown, vocal leader, just – things of that nature. So I've gotten a chance to watch you a little bit from afar through company meetings and those sorts of things. And you, you seem like, uh, you know, uh, a great fun, loving, upbeat kind of dude, but oftentimes that's not what kind of coach, you know, people are, what kind of coach are you? Are you, are you tough on the guys? <laughs> yeah, I'm super tough on them behind doors. Uh, but <laughs> definitely fun love in this way, but um, it definitely depends on the day and what we need to get out of them. Uh, since I've been with this group for the past two years, I kind of know what gets them going, how to operate and how to move with them. That's part of the great thing about con- continuity. Um, so I'm definitely that type of coach uh, behind the scenes. Like NBA players, do your players have good days and bad days? I mean, does it fluctuate uh, depending on who knows what? Right. Um, <laughs> you, you can go back and we can watch uh, the semifinals where uh, our point guard, he, he sort of had a bad game two and a bad game three. That's why we have a team. And he even said it at the end, you know, one of the 
slogans from the Jazz is that basically team is everything, and that's something that we really try to embody from last year that we took on from uh, from the org. Well, how do we get on board? How do we support? How do we watch on Saturday? Uh, you're able to tune in and watch us playing the championship game versus with the GG on YouTube.com slash NBA2K League, Twitch.tv slash NBA2K League. All right, Coach. Well, thank you so much for jumping on with us. Go get that championship, man. We'll try our best. Thank you for the good luck. Hey, thanks for coming on. Uh, that's Jelani Mitchell, uh, head coach for Jazz Gaming, going for the uh, championship on Saturday. And as he mentioned, you can catch that game on YouTube. About time someone around here won a title. They're uh, wow, jeez. They're kind of a fun story this year, uh, where they started out. I believe they started out six and six, five hundred, and then as uh, you heard Coach talk about there, they they've caught fire at the right time, and so getting it done, going for a championship, pretty cool. Got to admire that fighting through the adversity and uh, making some. Hey, that's it's a sign of a well coached team, might I say? <laughs> huh? Mentally strong. Mentally strong, absolutely. Isn't that funny how? Uh, it coaches, I, I know you've noticed this, Gordon, are completely different people when they're coaching as opposed to when they're just hanging out. You know what I mean? Some are, some aren't. Not not everyone's that way. So I, I just wondered, because, yeah, he seems like a fun-loving, happy-go-lucky kind of cool dude to be around, but you know, I wonder when he's getting down to practice time, you know? Bringing out the and best the of guys. Comes out. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, Tim, for jumping on with us. We appreciate it. We're live at Wasatch Front Kia Kia Kia, 770 West Riverdale Road here in Ogden. It's their Labor Day tent sale. When the tents go up, the prices go down. Uh, they've got uh, cars here. Uh, what did Brandon say? 150 cars? That's you can drive off the lot. They're yeah. here, mm-hmm. which uh, not all uh, dealerships these days can say. So come down, take advantage of it. Uh, it's their Labor Day sale. We're still giving away a big screen TV. All you have to do is come here and register. We're going to draw at the end of the show. Jordan Pendleton's going to jump on with us, the former Cougar, coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's game week for the Utes, and the Zone Sports Network is getting you ready for kickoff. The Utes get set for an in-state showdown against Weber State at Rice-Eccles Stadium. Catch the Ute pregame show Thursday at 4, followed by the postgame show immediately after the game. From Monday morning to the postgame press conference, nobody brings you better coverage of Ute football. You ready? Yeah! The 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.